0: El futuro
1: tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I pretty much do the exact same thing joining me today he is the host of a fantastic unpop's network podcast called dual school that he swears will have new episodes by the end of the year if you can believe that he's also a fantastic medium who you can see on the next unpop zoom show ladies and gentlemen andy sell also joining me she's another fantastic comedian who you can also see on the next unpop zoom comedy show which is happening sometime in December. I should have wrote that down before I did these intros. She also has a wonderful podcast called Unruly. Ladies and gentlemen, Heather Maruli. It's going to be a great show. Hey everybody, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I am your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me today as co-host, my favorite co-host in all the land, nobody. No co-host at all but I do have a couple of guests. For example, Heather Marouli, the unruly Heather Maru,ly is here.
0: Hi, hello. I'm back. Sorry to one person who was mean to me on Reddit after the last time I was on.
1: (laughs) I don't think, I think you were, you were on an episode right when the pandemic started, I believe. Yeah, I think it was maybe in April, like maybe we're like a month into the pandemic back when we were like, oh, I can't believe I have to be in the house until July. This is going to suck. Right. Now I don't want to leave. Yeah, I if it weren't for all <laughs> if it weren't for the hundreds of thousands of deaths in the United States, I would be so fine with everything yeah. <laughs> that's happening right now. Yeah. Speaking of people who haven't been on in a while, Andy Sell live from Minneapolis. Hi. How's it going, Andy?
2: Uh Good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question anymore. I never really was good at answering it even before whatever movie we're in now started, but now I'm especially bad at answering that question. I'm fine. Everything. I'm alive.
1: Yeah. That's all you can ask for.
2: Yeah. I'm alive and I'm in a city that I like better. <laughs>
1: yeah minneapolis Mm. is great
2: yeah oh it's fantastic i mean it's kind of weird to move to a place during a pandemic uh civil uprising and fascist takeover question mark um it's weird to move because you can't like we don't get to like find out what restaurants we like and everything
1: yeah and i should (laughs) i should qualify that minneapolis is great thing by pointing out it does have its flaws obviously yeah the police force yeah. being one of them yeah
2: yeah and they took off the, i'm still mad they took the defunding uh measure off the uh ballot i was really looking forward to voting like that was the whole reason i like was in a like a hurry to like register to vote here and then they took that off the ballot and then it's like well shit but prop 20 i really wanted to vote on prop 22 mm. in la
1: did soros pay you to move to minneapolis to vote on that <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Soros. That's the problem. Is that Soros paid me more to move to Minneapolis than uh, he pay, he was going to pay me to fight Uber in California? I don't know. I what's happening? I, I don't know how to talk. I don't know. I can't riff anymore. I don't. I got no bits.
1: So who's feeling good about Trump leaving office?
2: <laughs> is he leaving? He's not, man. Like that, <laughs> there's. Everybody that was partying last week, I'm like, okay, hold your fucking horses for half a second here. We barely beat him in an election. He's still, like, I know people tweeting about him like he's not the president anymore. And it's like, dog, he's still in there. He's
1: probably at his most dangerous right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I people calling him a lame duck, it's like what are you talking about? The fucking leash is off now.
1: Well,
0: he's he's America's abusive boyfriend. Like he's just he's in he's in your house and you're like can you please leave? We broke up months ago and he's like no. And then <laughs> And he's like telling you you're you're fat and ugly and no one will ever love you like he loves you. And...
2: Yeah, it's that scenario, and we're hoping <laughs> we're hoping for it to be the scenario where the abusive boyfriend is like afraid of your your brother or something, and then just leaves <laughs> instead of the one where no, the abusive boyfriend buys a gun. And I think we're looking at the latter.
1: I kind of oh, do also. Like I it's the it's the firings that worry me like that's dude dude, same i read through all of the notes and was like yeah but the
2: firings that's what's that's the indicator that something else is going to happen
1: the uh the defense department firings yeah Yeah, that's that's what you do when you're about to try and pull off a coup
2: yeah you put all of your sycophants in the positions to control security and defense resources and that's exactly what's happening right now is all of these sycophants like one of the guys whose whole fucking confirmation was held up already in the summer like they they tried to push him through when shit wasn't you know when the leash was still on and they it wouldn't happen and now it's like well fuck it he's in there now
1: yeah trump just appointed him yeah vehement racist that guy i don't remember who exact what exact position he got
2: well, there's Chris, Christopher Miller's the guy who got the uh, the defense secretary. But yeah, Tony, Tony Tata. Tony, is it
0: Tata? It's Tata. 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 That's his, I just, that's his name? Yeah. yeah Tony wow. Tata.
2: Tony Tata. He's... Uh, but it looks like Tata. But it looks like Tata, for sure. And But he's <laughs> the guy that was really a problem.
1: Yeah. It's almost kind of exciting. America has never been through this.
2: Yeah you know i i shouldn't have wished i should never have wished on that monkey's paw that i wanted to know what it was like to be alive during the spanish civil war (laughs) because here we are
1: that was a mistake and a very weird wish well look i was i
2: was really into poetry like i was reading a lot of lorca drinking a lot of (laughs) wine you know uh, what do you want
0: i kind of feel like he's a little too dumb and lazy to do a coup can he even spell coup does he know how to spell coup (laughs) how does he know
2: he would he would definitely if he saw the word coup written down would pronounce it coop like 100 percent or co-op he would be like what's a (laughs) co-op
1: but he's also the guy that every step of the way we've been like well he's too he can't do that and then he does that and he's done every single thing we said he was too stupid to do i feel like
0: because he's like a total pathological narcissist and I've been around someone like that, I don't think he necessarily, I don't think he's going to do anything that drastic to all of the country. I think he's just being, he's probably being extremely abusive and horrible to everybody around him right now. You know, they love to take it out on like their friends, their family, like right, or you know, he's probably being awful. And then they calm down sometimes eventually, but we'll see. <laughs>
2: For sure. But I but I think I think that's what fascism is. I think that all of these like people always say, you know, oh, Trump's not smart. And it's like, yeah, but neither was Hitler, honestly. Neither was Mussolini. Like we're, no. the people that come into power this way are never particularly intelligent people. They're charismatic to a very specific like personality set, I think. I think like Mm. that's – like you look at Hitler now and it's like charismatic. What are you talking about? And it's like, well, he wasn't meant to appeal to us. He's meant to appeal to this very specific group of people that are easily motivated into doing massive amounts of damage. And I think that that's what we're looking at is – yeah, he's a a pathological narcissist sociopath who is – who just happened to dumb his way into all of this power – and now the ball's already rolling.
0: Well, and the people who follow him are obviously extremely susceptible to any anything he says. They're like, yeah, I believe it 100%. You know, like yep. the Q people, you know, anybody who, the people
1: who are like, fraud, there's fraud. It's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Prove it, you know? No proof. He's exactly what Republicans need. He is he is to the Republican Party what he was to his father, which is the face of something that is willing to be like this aggressive asshole in all situations and just be like, "This mm-hmm. is what we're doing." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, they they closed ranks around him after they spent you know an entire election cycle trying to distance themselves from him and trying to say he's dog shit. You know, only to once it happened. Well, we're his now. Sorry.
1: Yeah, and Republicans aren't exactly rushing to reach out to Joe Biden and congratulate him right now.
2: No. I mean, the Lincoln Project crew is all, I mean, that's all just grifters. Like, they they were never going to actually do anything to stand in Trump's way. They're just making a buck by saying they will. And I think the the Republican politicians, the people that are actually making policy, are the same way. They're, like, they're waiting it out. They're waiting to see, oh, is Trump going. I saw an article headline on one news uh, page that headline changed. They use the same photo of Mitch
0: McConnell and he looks the same in every photo, (laughs) like a dying turtle. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's Mm -hmm. got, he's like, if the, the, he's like a Marley knocker come to life. It's insane. (laughs) But he, he, the headline was, you know, top GOP officials, you know, do, will not back Trump if he contests election results. And then literally like less than 24 hours, same picture, same placement on the page. It said top Republicans vow to get behind. Trump. And it's like this this is less than a day this happened. They're not they're not going to fight him. They're waiting to see if he can actually do what he's trying to do.
1: Yeah, I think they are trying to see how much support galvanizes behind this effort. And yeah. it is interesting. The last two episodes have been recorded kind of at a time when things were developing that could make the episode completely pointless by the time it goes up. And I think that thing that's happening right now is the the million MAGA march. Oh man! Which people mm. are people are laughing it up about the they're not actually being a million people, but man, like it's still that's, too many. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing that worries me. Like, his legal challenges aren't going to work unless the Supreme Court just blatantly goes against the will of the people. Uh, They keep constantly throwing them out because he has no
0: burden of proof. Like, he has nothing nothing yeah. to sustain these claims you know
2: yeah i mean it's just as long as they don't appeal it all the way up to the supreme court that's the thing that worries me
0: but i i thought yesterday i read something i don't know which state it was where they like they just threw something he threw he filed in federal court in well, one Michigan, of the states i think yeah cuz can't they also Um, like in state by state basis, they can impose sanctions on attorneys who they feel are like filing like frivolous suits without, you know, any basis. Don't you work at the law firm?
1: Why are you asking us? I don't don't
0: work in political (laughs) law. I I actually, (laughs) well, I'm not going to say where I work, but I do work on like some political campaign, uh, law stuff
2: hasn't hasn't his administration been like really busy appointing court officials and shit like well I, how I many like supreme
0: go- court justices did he put on four or three
1: <laughs> is it it's three it's, right the thing about the supreme court and his lawsuits he had that one brewing in Pennsylvania where he wanted votes after a certain point to not count to what, like he <laughs> and, literally wants votes thrown out. But the margin in Pennsylvania is huge now. Yeah. But the only reason, well, you have to consider that margin started getting bigger after November 3rd. And that's because of mail-ins and stuff. Right. And that's the, the Trump administration's argument.
2: Well, isn't that that's the scenario right I'm sorry, that's the scenario though where like the state governor, the Republican state governor, was denied all of this the Republican Party in Pennsylvania denied all of these motions to allow ballot counting to happen before the election date for the already received mail-in ballots and right. then they turned around and said well what's taking the ba- the counting so long like this is election you know there's fraud this is this stinks <laughs> you know and it's like but it's because you refuse to allow it like well
1: what happened though they it's artificial the the pennsylvania supreme court ruled against the trump administration in this lawsuit where they wanted votes after a certain point to not be counted Yes, And that's that's the one that the Trump administration kicked up to the Supreme Court right away, which something
2: along those lines succeeded in Minnesota.
1: Well, the thing about them kicking it up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court rejecting it, the Supreme Court didn't reject that motion by the Trump administration. They just deadlocked on the vote because Amy Coney Barrett didn't weigh in. So it was a 4-4 split and they decided to just leave the lower court ruling in place for now. But if that goes back to the Supreme Court, it's kind of all up to what Amy Coney Barrett decides. And that that is scary to me.
2: That is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is because it shouldn't even get to that point. But Yeah, I don't
1: I don't foresee
0: it going that far. I'm gonna ask my crystals later and see what they
1: say.
0: <laughs> I that's how I predicted the outcome of the election. I woke up so calm on the morning of the election and I was like, He's going to win
1: <laughs> And I and I knew it I asked a pendulum and it said yes. There it is. Yeah. Now will you ask that pendulum if Trump is gonna leave? Is it-
2: <laughs> Yeah. what does the yeah, pendulum well, say about him insulating himself with defense and secret and
0: national security
2: uh, <laughs> officials
0: you can only ask the pendulum yes or no questions so <laughs> you can't you can't overwhelm it can't it. give you
2: a nuanced
0: take no but i just honestly i really just for you know for comedy in itself I want him to be dragged out of the White House by the military. I think that sounds amazing. <laughs> kind of the same. Well, that's what it
2: comes down to. It. Do we trust the military to actually do that? That's what. Well, that's where I, I mean, get really scared.
0: Well, that's, well, I mean, does he have like every branch wrapped around his finger? I mean, there can't be every person in the military like gunning for this guy. That doesn't makes sense i think a lot of them voted against him right like i think there was a skew of biden one in the military over him right yeah, well yeah. In
2: the, for sure for sure you know when you're not talking about like uh you know the top brass type folks yeah that's they're all going with with Biden. And I, and there are even top brass officials that have been like critical of Trump and like publicly like I don't want to work with this guy. Here's the thing. The people that he's appointing now are military type like like Mr. Christopher Miller's a counterterrorism guy. So mm-hmm. he's he's a counterterrorism guy that's never been in charge of like a full-on, you know, sprawling agency. And now right. he's in charge of it, but he's also a total Trump sycophant. And uh, and then the Ant- T- Tony Tata is he's a retired army general uh retired army uh brigadier general he's like he's a he's a military guy but he's again he's a trump sycophant so it's i don't think it's about getting the entire military i think it's about getting the people that are giving the orders uh in his corner Mm. right Um, i mean he's this guy's retired but now he's in this position where he's essentially uh on the same no no that's miller i'm thinking of i i get all these guys confused because they're basically just all the same flavor of evil
0: right (laughs) yeah i don't know i want him kicking and screaming on the wall god i would love i mean i would love that i
2: would love that i would love nothing more than to just be like he doesn't leave and troops go in and that's that you know what i mean but i I said they
0: should put a cheeseburger on a fishing line (laughs) and then just like
1: pull it back you know until he's outside (laughs) yeah the military dragging him out is i mean that would be the constitutional thing to do i have in the notes there's an example of this from very recent history in the gambia which i had no idea it was the gambia and not just gambia this happened in 2017 they had and i know you hear like oh so that's in africa obviously this is a super corrupt country blah 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 all the stereotypes about africa but on the one hand yes their leader yaya Jamay which is a great fucking name was super duper corrupt uh he took power in a coup in 1996 isn't that a vampire weekend album it's a single it's a b-side it's a vampire weekend b-side it has danielle Haim on it it's great <laughs> but the thing about the gambia is even though they had this like kind of brutal dictator in power from all of the world's assessment they also had very free and open elections the whole time Mm -hmm. this guy was in power it's just that people kept voting for this fucking dictator and then in 2016 he he just like up and lost like a fucking idiot and conceded (laughs) right away and people were like we did not see that coming like i thought this guy was gonna fight it and then a couple days later he was like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna fight it i'm gonna I'm going to contest these results. And that's how that conflict ended. They like the, the new president, uh, a guy named, I think it was Jacob Adama. He just like went to another country and set up his administration while all this shit was unraveling. And then immediately after inauguration day, they fucking sent troops in and made the guy leave. Wow. So it, it could very well just come down to the military.
2: Wasn't this a Dama guy that, would, like, he went to another country to, like, start working on his uh, transition team and administration, right? Like,
1: yeah, I said cra- that. How crazy? What if Biden—was
2: Biden going to go to
1: Canada? Well, that's the thing. Like, I've seen it mentioned in articles about this. Biden could set up his administration from New Hampshire. Yeah. He doesn't have to be in the White House to— set up a presidential administration like
0: right they don't even have to swear him in at the uh the capitol or whatever they can can't they do it
1: anywhere yeah they can do it at a jack-in-the-box if they want to which would be amazing
2: (laughs) actually the the one rule the one rule is they can't do it at a long john silvers that's the one (laughs) that is the one rule because it's it's maritime law it's a different that's that's a a totally different code yeah i haven't
0: i haven't been in a long john silver since 1995 (laughs) It's so good. There's oh, one God, in,
2: I miss it. There's one they're in Van There's, there's one, one in Van Nuys, right? There's an A&W there's slash like, Long John Silvers, No, I think.
1: it's a KFC slash Long John Silvers. And if you, or, if you actually order Long John Silvers, they're like, all right, we got to start up the machines.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't yeah.
1: seen one of you in like five years, kid. <laughs> it's like, get me that corn on the cob, pal. But yeah, like even in the Gambia, the military instead of siding with anyone they were just like we're not gonna this guy's probably wrong he would order them to set up checkpoints around the city to like Mm -hmm. lock it down and they would do that but then they would just like wave people through through. yeah
2: like do anything that's the thing it's that level if you get people resisting you at the rank and file level at the like at the on the ground level you know that that's there's a chance for things i don't know that's why it was really interesting to see like the fraternal order of police all endorse trump like all the cops are on his side and it's like well that's a problem you know
1: Mm. yeah especially in the in the defund police era cops if there's violence in the streets cops are going to turn out for trump for sure And he skirted all of that
2: military question during the uprisings by sending in Department of Homeland Security, which is basically just handpicked secret police from, you know, national law enforcement agencies across the board that just don't have to identify themselves. They don't have to, you know, like there's a secret police. And that's how he sidestepped it. Then who's what's to say? He won't do it again.
1: Yeah. What worries me about you know, we just brought up the, the Gambia situation. The flip side of that is Venezuela. where Oh man. <laughs> I've I've always been very, uh I don't know, I guess I guess the warhawks would call it soft on Venezuela. Like I feel like we have inflicted a lot of the things that are happening in Venezuela we on Venezuela. Up
2: Venezuela. Most yeah. of what Venezuela mm-hmm. is dealing with is because of us. I mean you can say that about a lot of Oh yeah of
1: course central and south
2: american countries
1: the difference in venezuela and the reason we cannot topple that regime is maduro still has the military on his side and it's kind of it's the reason the country is economically fucked because he put distribution of goods in the hands of the military but it's also what's keeping him in power i mean
2: they were fucked anyway because of sanctions like right but but yeah no i yeah
1: but now he's got such strong military support we've tried to take him out of power like three times in the past 4 years yeah it just but keeps okay he's failing because the military's on his side
2: yeah but he also like i mean we're i don't know the venezuela thing i i i, I actually like i was reading an article about uh tony Tata and then it, well, it was about all of the defense firings and reappointments that that trump was doing uh And I, like, angrily stopped reading it because they, like, mentioned Venezuela in the same breath as Russia and China. Like, it's that, like, Warhawk liberal shit where they're, like, this writer was... Well, first of all, he was, like, in a move that, you know, was sure to uh, gain praise from Moscow to Beijing to Caracas. And I was just like, all right, dickhead. Like, all your Russiagate shit aside... Like you don't put Venezuela in the same category as China and Yeah. Russia like come on.
1: Well the only reason I'm bringing up Venezuela is I'm saying that's a leader who is surrounded by yeah. military people who are on his side. Yeah. And that's why yeah. it's hard to get him out of office. And that could end up being what happens with Trump. Like what if the military decides not to intervene like happened in the Gambia then <sighs> Do we send the U.N. in to take him out of office?
2: This is the thing I've been – This is that specific question is a thing that I've been, like, saying for, like, four or five years now. Is the, like, it may come to a point where it's going to have to be the U.N.
1: That would be uh, – that would end in a civil war. Because 100%. If there's, if there's one thing militia types hate, it's the U.N.
2: Yeah, yeah. And these are the guys that have been, like, showing up by the truckloads. You know, to to block off, to, to engage in voter suppression, uh, oh, yeah. but also, I mean, to mm-hmm. to demand the lifting of of uh, you know pandemic procedure. Like, I, yeah, these dudes with the guns are terrifying, <laughs> and it's and I hate to be the guy that's like, you know, I was like, let's take the guns away for years. And now I'm like, well, we didn't take them away, so now the rest of us need to get them, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's really what it seems like. Sometimes, it really honestly, is like I'm going to have to move to Canada and and then join whatever military they send in. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, Canada is they'll be they'll be turning right wing soon enough too.
2: Yeah, everyone no, everyone sure. else they're in on, the world they're is. on the path. It's, it's it's it's. I'm surprised it took. You know, it's it, Greece was going through this. You know what six years ago seven maybe eight years ago with all the golden dawn shit which and now they're finally kind of out of it um but yeah I, i'm kind of a little i will say i'm a little surprised by how long it took to fully take hold here mm. just considering all of the I don't know.
0: followers are a little uh slow you know yeah a little, <laughs> a little slow
1: hey everybody this is Adam, host of the podcast you're listening to. Just a heads up that if you want to hear this podcast and everything else the Unpops Network puts out completely free of annoying ads like this, head to patreon.com unpops or unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech and subscribe for a very low price. You get everything we put out as a network completely ad free. Plus a whole lot of bonus episodes that you can't hear anywhere else. Again, that's patreon.com slash unpops or unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. To figure out which of those two is the right option for you, head to unpops.com slash subscribe. Thanks. We love you. Let's get back to the show.
0: You know what? I was just thinking, like trump is if he's going to become a dictator he needs a fashion makeover like are they they, he needs a little beret and he needs like a little military uniform yeah he
2: doesn't he doesn't have hugo (laughs) boss
0: they're gonna have have to specially make a uniform for him because they don't come in that size i mean the you know all of the
2: all of the proud boys are wearing fred perry for a while you know were they? Sort of, yeah that's the like that was on the thing. purpose yeah like because f- fred perry shirts were like big with uh i mean trad skins for a long time but then the the fascists started they like for some reason stopped wearing flight jackets and started wearing polo shirts and, oh. and then fred perry had to publicly yeah, be like I we're see not part of this
0: we're
1: not supremacists <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I, I see it right here that is the shirt that's the thing that worries me the most about trump is all of the support he's gonna have in the streets
2: yeah it's the culture the thing about him that uh, i you know during the 2016 election i was always like you know people were like well if trump dies then it's it's pence and that he's even worse because he's smart and it's like yeah okay i mean not to i, I realize i just kind of glossed over the like trump dies thing uh, probably i shouldn't be saying that but <laughs> <laughs> like the idea was like what you know people i do remember one of the talking points on the left was like don't worry he's old and he doesn't take care of himself, oh, he's no. gonna have a heart attack and die that, at some that point.
0: Literally means nothing. Like these narcissistic people live for fucking ever. Like I my know, dad yeah. is he's a total narcissist crazy person. Seventy-eight years old, doing just fine. Like yeah. <laughs> the bigotry like,
2: just keeps them alive. Um Yeah. Like, it's just the hate itself. Uh yeah, no I mean I, I, but the the thing is is that like it was never policy that scared me with Trump before. It was the cultural impact. It was the fact that he emboldens Oh definitely and galvanizes and encourages and mobilizes these like the fascists, the fucking the people that want to be stormtroopers.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what we did an episode about the Oath Keepers recently. That's oh, basically man. they're fun. They are. They're like boomer fascists, basically. <laughs> oh my god. But they're also <laughs> predominantly ex law enforcement and ex military, which yeah. means They know a thing or two about using a gun, and that part is concerning because if this does turn into violence in the streets, and it's a big faction of ex-cops, are current cops going to stop them, or are the current cops just going to side with them? Because we've already seen cops uh, taking a very different stance on Proud Boy-type demonstrations, as opposed to Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Or when Proud Boys show up at a Black Lives Matter protest. Police are usually pretty happy to see them.
2: Yeah, they're the same people. That's I said that to, I just today on Twitter, somebody was like, look at this Proud Boy rally. Hope the cops tear gas them. And I'm like, they're not going to tear gas their own, man. Like, they don't do that. They're the same people.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's scary. It would be funny if Trump just tear gassed the Million MAGA March. <laughs> It was just like, you know what? Fuck you, too. You should have voted more.
2: That's honestly the thing Is that like Yeah Heather you were saying earlier Like he's an idiot And like I say that You know That's true I think that's true Of all dictators That they're stupid people That look into their positions But like truly Never has one been As stupid And as incompetent And as like Almost willfully You know des- Desiring yeah. a failure As Trump Like the guy Like sabotages himself All of the time oh, And it's yeah. like really The only reason We haven't succumbed To full on authoritarianism I think Is that he just fucks up his own game
0: well the huge thing driving this this is what i think is like the underlying basis for all these people falling for what he says and just loving it is just you know anti-intellectualism and anti-elitism like people like associate intellectualism with elitism and and then they're like oh we don't like intellectuals we don't like what doctors have to say we don't believe science you know fuck those people they're you know because they see those people as um like they think they're like better than them in some mm-hmm. way or something mm-hmm. and they're insulted by that and that's what he like and it's ironic because trump is like this guy with you know all his names in gold and all these big buildings it's like trump you know and and he these people think that they would be friends with this guy he would be disgusted by them he'd like get away from me poor person you know he just like <laughs> uses them he's using them in a way that's like so weird like it's so interesting. Oh, yeah,
1: they want yeah. to be used like these. I, I <laughs> recommend the book all the time. It's you can use read me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what
1: they, use me, daddy. That's what they're saying yeah. to him.
0: It, yeah. me <laughs> <at the libs. laughs>
1: it is, though, like if you read there's a book now called the called Authoritarian Nightmare, which is an update of a book called The Authoritarians. I tell people to read it all the time. It explains Trump supporters, and that is exactly what they want. Yeah. They want mm-hmm. to be controlled. They don't want to make their own decisions. They want their decisions made for them. That's like,
0: it's because they can't. They have they they're missing brain cells. They're doing
1: whippets in the Midwest. Like, what are these people doing? <laughs> I mean, I've done some whippets. I still got my got- brain cells. Well, it's about their.
2: It's I mean, it's it's about their identity. It's about like it's it's what populism has been distorted into like the right. populism used to be kind of a class thing and now it's an identity and it's and it's and it's and it's yeah it's this anti-elitism
0: and it's yeah it's white people feeling threatened yeah uh-huh. yeah and it's
2: it, exactly it's it's white people it's the idea of whiteness i mean so, that's like the we, thing.
0: we want things to be the same we don't want things to change you know
2: yeah it's just reagan it's just reagan era nostalgia for an age that never existed but like stupider
1: and with more guns so many more guns
2: yeah and without any kind of uh, you know dignity of like the labor movement to it or something like it's like but i also think it's kind a cult of... it's just a fucking
1: nationwide a cult. cult and they're
0: many oh yeah definitely yeah that's
1: that's kind of what makes them so Dangerous. Like, yeah. not only are they and occult, cults, so dangerous. Not and this only is this is the biggest one in history, I think. Yeah, they're they're they display a lot of cult-like behavior. They love guns. They're prone to violence. Like, that's what makes them so dangerous. And when you think about what's motivating these people, there are you have the patriot faction who's like, mm-hmm. look, this is the end of America if. The- <laughs> biden takes over that's the so, thing yeah. too is it's really that's,
2: in a lot of ways it's a coalition of different forms of right-wing nut job like yes that have all found a common identity under this one figurehead and that's i mean that's what fascism is how the conformity of fascism works
1: and there's also QAnon, which is motivated by this idea that they're saving children yeah oh my god save the children <laughs> I mean, What's that's a re- strong they- <laughs> motivator. That's what put oh, hundreds God. of people in jail during the satanic panic.
2: Yep.
0: Right. But they're not doing shit to save children. They don't give a fuck about children. Moral panics
2: are always about hypocrisy and persecution. They're never actually about, like, you know, owning up to some set of values. Yeah. I mean, but you've also got the Boogaloo crowd and the Proud Boys and, uh, you know, there's the, the Jesus
0: Freaks... And I think there's, um, you know, I'll speak on this because I am, yes, I am a woman. Uh, uh, what? Sorry to disappoint you guys. Uh, no, no, no I, I think a lot of women are influenced by... These men who follow Trump and they're just like, I'm just going to vote for, you know, who he says, whatever. And it's a still, it's a lot of, it's a lot of regression back into these like old patriarchal values where Mm -hmm. like women are Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, he's the man, whatever he says goes. And it's like really frightening because I'm in a lot of, um, secret women's Facebook groups and like there's always like on almost any post, it, it always devolves into like, you know, women who are very feminist fighting against these women who are like, Trump, 2020 you know oh my god it's so crazy it's so weird because you know just even hearing like how many accusations of sexual assault and rape does he have like 26 or something you know and these yeah (laughs) and these women are like i would love if he grabbed me by the pussy like people say that
2: yeah yeah although yeah internalized misogyny
0: yeah, no. Internalized misogyny is alive and well. I'm fighting it on Facebook in the groups. <laughs> I I am fighting it. So God bless one you. One post at a time. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's he's really putting in place all the things he would need to pull off a coup. And yeah, I think QAnon is a big part of that because oh, horrible. Like their <laughs> their main goal at the end of the day is to take down a bunch of liberals and a bunch of Democrats and especially powerful liberals and Democrats, which would make that basically Trump's night of the long knives.
2: Yep. Oh yeah.
1: That's a thing Hitler had to do. Like he had to expel the country of intellectuals who would question what he was doing and really high profile opponents. And he did that. And then he also needed an army in the streets and he's got that between the, the Proud Keepers, the, the Proud Boys, the Three Percenters. <laughs> yeah, the police. The pol- like, yeah, the cops, the regular cops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, and that was even a thing Hitler did at one point. He had the the black shirts and the brown shirts. I don't remember mm-hmm. which one did he, he turn on? Was it the black shirts or the brown shirts? Jesus,
2: well, the brown shirts, weren't they more, uh, they, were, they were Mussolini's guys.
1: Hitler also had his version of it. That's, yeah. a, that's a term well, that a lot of
2: yeah it's kind of yeah it's kind of fascist uh, regimes
1: have used and he had one group like that that was considered like too violent and a little too not politically correct and he like turned on them and just replaced them with like a slightly more refined version of that
2: yeah well it's it's there's that the, the the stuff there too is like you know what did what did he do in 2017, but you know, basically declare anti-fascism terrorism, which is what they did in Germany. Like they got rid of all of the like SDP and you know uh, red brigades and you know all of the street fighting teams, basically from the left organizations were basically all just declared criminals. And the liberals in Germany were like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Mm. And, it, and it enabled much worse i mean the socialists there weren't without blame either because they were too they were way more focused on the social democrats than they were on the actual fascists uh in fact you know that's that's a bad a bad memory yeah.
0: i guess i, for socialists. I, I did it i did a quick fact check and uh so the brown shirts were the SA, and the SA is what he like pushed over and then created the ss right Yay. gotcha yeah 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 yeah
1: i don't know if he even needs to to do that like the Oath Keepers at one point came out and said if Trump doesn't stop what's happening in this country we'll just do it like yeah and it, it's kind of gotten bigger than Trump I, I remember
2: when Obama got elected and the Oath Keepers were making a lot of news because they were very scary and it, and it all it harkened back to like a lot of the malicious stuff during the Clinton administration where it was like uh, there was a lot of like oh these these guys we should be scared of them and it's like yeah we absolutely should but you know what we should be more scared of is you know <laughs> them when they have a president that's on their side like right because i mean the thing with obama was it was scary that like oh the oath keepers are going to attempt a coup or something you know they're going to attempt to overthrow the government somehow because they hate obama so much but it's like yeah but they're still kind of afraid of consequences you know and the channels for them to communicate freely and mobilize stuff like that are kind of limited with an administration that's taking care of that stuff but as you said right now we do not have that we have a we have a president and an administration that is basically telling them all, you know, stand by, like stand yeah. the ready and they're emboldened and there are no consequences for these people now. And, you know, every day that Biden is not receiving national security briefings, as much as I fucking hate Biden and hate like and think that what he's going to do is is pretty bad, too. Like and and I don't like to be one of those like, oh, yes, the security state, that's what we should be invested in. But also right now, kind of. Like, yeah, ne- we need him to to, to because that, this information that he's not getting—that's likely a
1: lot of it about these groups.
0: Mm. Oh, the the national security briefings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah he's yeah.
1: he's still being denied those, which is insane. Like it it puts the country in danger, which that's that's another alarming thing about what Trump's doing right now. Like, I I want to feel comforted knowing that from a legal standpoint. None of it is probably gonna work, but what does Trump care about the law? Here's a question. If he does get dragged out of office and his supporters take to the streets in a violent way, then would we want the National Guard to go in and <laughs> clear him out? Cause like I it's definitely a thing I didn't want during Black Lives Matter protests, obviously. Yeah. Because that was a different kind of protest. It was a justified protest. Yeah, it's
2: absolutely justified. And it and it's But and there's it's-
1: also gonna be seventy million Americans who think These Trump supporters' protests will be justified.
2: Yeah, I mean, but the difference is like objectively they're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, like, and and I, but but I mean, but I, your point is that that's the reasoning they're going to use and it always has been and it and it's true uh, right. and the and and also like law enforcement officials have already demonstrated that at least some of them have a willingness to carry out extrajudicial extrajudicial assassinations on behalf of the ideological allies of this administration you know the guy that the, the guy that was killed um the portland the jesus christ the north washington actually i think is where he was from but who was killed after shooting a trump supporter in portland was ass- straight up assassinated by law by you know a law enforcement team. Mm.
1: That's and I don't think I've heard about that. So, so okay, sh- so what's
0: what's this guy's name? I I heard about this, but oh, we'll yeah, go. I can't. I should have done. On, I, I'm, I'm I can't remember his check. name. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. But so you know, this was after what happened uh, in Wisconsin. This was after the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse shit went down. Uh, a Trump supporter was shot in Portland by. This individual's name i cannot remember and then uh there's been a lot of stories about the killing of him by police that that, where it's like yeah no he wasn't warned he wasn't they made no attempt to arrest him like witnesses are being intimidated um it's the same thing that was happening you know
1: in the years after ferguson
2: where law enforcement were straight up disappearing activists from ferguson
1: yeah, Ferguson, I feel like there needs to be more of an investigation into that.
2: Yeah, and, and, and you know what? It's a damn shame we didn't have a Democrat in the White House when that—oh, wait, we did.
1: Also, two of the leading Flint water crisis activists died shortly. Yes, yes. Like, in close proximity to each other. But we don't assassinate people in this country. Come on, Andy. No,
2: that never happens. What are you talking about? That's crazy. It hasn't talk
1: happened f- in a while, but— uh yeah, well, Paul Wellstone <laughs> maybe. I'm I've I've, I've been doing is a deep dive into the, that. The
0: the guy in Portland, is this what you're talking about? He was wearing a hat with the insignia of Patriot Prayer, a far-right group based in the Portland area that has clashed with protesters in the past. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Patriot prayer is that far right organization. And I think this guy, right. I can't remember if he was a member of it, but there's also like, there's like a whole tinfoil theory that he, that this guy was a guy that had been st- cause he had been arrested by the police recently and let, and let go without charges mm-hmm. pressed, uh, despite his infraction being pretty major. Uh, and there's a theory that the police actually recruited him to shoot a, uh, a Trump supporter in Portland, Uh, So that then they could, you know, spark something. I mean, like, again, that's a conspiracy theory where I'm like, there's some shady stuff there, but I'm not committing to it. Uh, But for sure, the cop's did kill this guy uh and i wish i could remember his name i mean that I doesn't just it doesn't sound like up.
1: the police at all
2: no right the police are always right and justified and never do anything wrong ever despite yeah. you know hundreds of years of evidence to the contrary
0: <laughs> i i'm getting all these shootings confused because there's <laughs> like uh... <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's well. Wow, no, no, lot know, there's, of them.
0: There's the one that was done by the, the, the kid who looks like a child. He's like a small oh, okay, child. A 17-year-old, yeah. yeah that's, so yeah. that's Kyle
2: Rittenhouse. That's the guy in Wisconsin that, that brought an AR-15 across state lines and killed two people. To the jail Blake like, people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the other thing is that, like, that was kind of a test right there with that guy. Did he get away with it?
1: God, what an idiot. Question I mean, not, not yet. <laughs> like, he's so, in yeah. jail. Yeah. But
2: yeah, yeah, but. who knows? It's
1: just <laughs> like I feel like with that march just having kicked off, like basically hours before we started recording this, by the time this episode goes up, man, Washington, D.C. could be on fire. Yeah, because it, there's obviously going to be counter protests, as there should be,
2: absolutely, as there should be, absolutely. Like, that's the thing about fascists, that's the thing about the liberals did not understand in 2016 and 2017 when the left was being painted as aggressors is that like when fascists are parading you have to stop them because ignoring them and it's going to go away does not work with fascists it never has
1: not when they're in office yeah
2: especially not when they're in office
1: like there was a point i think in american history where you would hear Oh, the Nazis are are marching downtown today, and you'd be like, okay, the Nazis, whatever, like who cares? But this isn't. This is a different time now, mm-hmm. and like yeah. all of that, all of that matters a well, lot. Anyone,
2: yeah, anyone from the punk scenes in the eighties and nineties can tell you, like, no, you got to chase them out of your spaces, like. And that, and but we never chased him out of this space, really, and now they're marching on Washington, claiming that Trump won the election, which he did not objectively <laughs> empirically did not,
1: yeah and what's crazy is this stop the steal thing which is what a lot of these people are marching over and which has blown up on the internet lately it's it's a thing from 2016 like stop the Steel" started after trump won or actually before trump even got elected roger stone started it that fucking villain and now it's this like huge business basically and it's been running this whole time and conveniently now in 2020 roger stone is riling people up through this stop the steal thing again and now they are converging on washington dc and probably other cities like that's like we're really quick to laugh at low turnout for trump events but like trump turned out 17,000 people to an arena during a pandemic so stupid. and i think it was like it was like <laughs> one of the as far as i recall it was like one of the first public events and like yeah he didn't fill the place and like there were some shenanigans with the the invites but that's still a whole lot of people to turn out and now yeah. like if all of those if that amount of people turns out in multiple cities it's gonna be a problem
2: yeah yeah, no, it absolutely is going to be a problem.
1: Part of me, and maybe this is just me being
0: cynical, I really do believe that in 2020 the majority of Americans are lazy and want to stay home and watch Netflix and they're not going to be in the streets. And maybe eventually they'll they'll stop. <laughs> maybe they'll stop. I don't know.
2: Well, I th- I think it's the people that I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe
0: i feel like there really is just like i don't know that i feel like you like getting people to like rise up and do all this stuff is harder than it you know i mean they're doing looks, it so far it seems like yeah but mm, we'll see I, <laughs> I, mean, I, don't
1: know. I don't know which
0: way
2: to take it you know it could be like yeah well, i do the. Maybe the crazy people will,
0: will get tired know, of it and go like, home. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna leave their houses after Sunday night football is over. They're gonna go out there.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I certainly do not. Once Sunday night football is over, I am in the house until <laughs> right. Exactly. That's
0: what I'm saying. As the Lord I, intended. I really right. do think we're in this era of people just being so like focused on oh like i you know i need to watch the new unsolved mysteries and that's it like that's all i don't know am i wrong i think people no, are kind of lazy i think no, they are
1: i think you're, <laughs> you're kind of wrong like we're we're fresh off of like three solid months of <sighs> protests in the i don't want to go out there Who over police violence yeah but <laughs> speak, it is scary <laughs> and there's
2: other ways to help you know uh than just going yeah. out there uh, yeah but
1: know. yeah and and i don't i don't think i i definitely I mean, don't think trump supporters are gonna be lazy when it comes to <laughs> well yeah but the what if they
0: i mean i guess they're gonna go out there and get covid and then they're gonna be like hmm <laughs> people are gonna start dying and they're gonna be like hmm i don't know <laughs> maybe it's dangerous
2: yeah I, I mean the way that things are going with this like i mean I cannot believe this. I cannot... Like, not a single state or city government has stepped forward to be like, we're going to be the example that does the right thing here. Everyone is just taking bad cues from each other, including the Democratic politicians, including the Democrats, uh, and just, like, fucking letting this virus control... Like, we're in uncontrolled spread across the entire country. Yeah. And no one is doing the right thing to stop it and it's it's terrifying and so i'm i mean i i can't speak of everybody i'm just fucking exhausted i can't go anywhere
0: and i i feel like also like even though the you know the news is reporting like you know just which day was it wednesday was like the highest number of cases reported in a single day of the entire pandemic and then i was watching the local news here in la and you know how they do these stupid like you know they talk to people on the street like they should just yeah. stop because people on the street are like what the What the fuck did they know? Like, it was like this, like, Kathy in Pasadena. She's like, I just think the numbers are wrong. And I'm like, what the fuck do you do, Kathy? Okay, do you work at the CDC? Like, do you you know anything? The numbers are up.
2: (laughs) Oh my God, they're up. I mean, the vaccine is is underway, supposedly. Uh, They're doing trials.
1: The example of people ignoring it that I found the craziest. And this is kind of pertinent to you, Andy, because you are right next to this state. Oh, man. South Dakota Dude. right now is their their cases are skyrocketing. And also in testing, they have a 56% positivity rate, which is like way, way, way higher than anyone else. But also the city council just in Sioux Falls just voted against a mask mandate. That's how like political this has
2: become but they're another state that just decriminalized certain drugs right i think they're one of them
1: yeah but also fuck them for the way they're dealing (laughs) with with
2: drugs
1: which drugs just so i know they made recreational weed legal, which oh, whatever, great.
2: which yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people just did. Um, hey, yeah. look, my mm-hmm. state doesn't. Minnesota still hasn't, which sucks.
1: Yeah, ignore COVID and then give people more reasons to go outside. Yeah, I love true. It. Yeah. Think no. So I I, the, that.
2: the the voting against a mass mandate thing, I don't understand. I have a friend in South Dakota who has had who had COVID. Hmm. Um. It's uh, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs>
0: I don't i don't know it's it's so weird like people just like is it just that like people hate themselves here so much that they're like yeah i'm gonna die i'm just gonna go to like uh, fucking i want to go to disney world and i want to fucking die like i I, I
2: think think part of it i think part of it is this idea of deferment to an authority figure uh and and like here's the thing Yes, with the with the MAGA folks, there is like this anti-elitism and anti... It's weird because it's anti, anti-intellectualism that would be perceived as maybe anti-authoritarianism. It's just like, it's not that they hate the experts. It's that they have a different set of experts who happen to not be experts in any way. You know what I mean? Like they have the Trump who says... Yeah, and his and his, you know, what that fake? Oh my God, that like that cattle call scientist brigade he had, the science team that, yeah, none of them are scientists, like, <laughs> or none of them are doctors, whatever they were. Uh, yeah, those are their experts who tell them like, oh no, these preconceived uh, biases that you already had, we're going to tell you those are true about COVID. And and these are the experts you listen to. And it's like, but I think it's it comes down to that. It comes down to this idea of deferment to to some kind of authority figure or some kind of expert right. or, or politician. And it's like in a lot of these places where the fucking government, you know, the Gavin Newsom's and Eric Garcetti's and Andrew Cuomo's of the fucking country who won't just step up and do the right thing and cancel rent or provide assistance out of the city budget or 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 strengthen certain social services for the state like these things they could be doing but because they're all fucking landlords they're not going to
1: (laughs) have you heard the there's a biden advisor who just proposed the
2: 2000 is it 2000 a month
1: no it it's a thing where the government for four to six weeks would just pay everyone's salaries yes yes yes. like if you're a business they would pay you whatever you would have been making during that time and the entire nation locks down for four to six weeks do you think trump supporters would take to the streets when that happened because i do oh well yeah I i don't think they would i don't think they would
2: i think if they were being paid i think they would stay home i really do i think most of them would i think enough of them would that the people that do go to the streets wouldn't matter because no, I yeah, think that's yeah. what it is. I think that a lot of them, it's just like, look, we're paying you. I mean, yes, a lot of the hardcore ones are too far gone to be bought at this point, for sure. Um, but I do think a lot of... I think there is... I don't want to be a fucking Greenwald about this, but I do think there is some truth to the idea that economic anxiety has sparked a lot of these things for some of these people. Oh, definitely. Uh, I don't, it's definitely not the sole reason, uh, and it's definitely not maybe even the chief motivating reason for most of them anymore... But I do think that there is truth to that. And I do think that if that that satiating that would go a long way. And also it would provide resources for people who aren't the Trump supporters, you know, who would be able to stay home and take care of themselves so that when the Trump supporters do take to the street, maybe they're like, "All right, I'm rested, I can get out there too."
1: Well, I'm not suggesting that it's a bad idea. I, I think it's a great idea. I'm just asking what you think Trump support like how Trump supporters would react to it.
2: I mean, it's probably the way you think they would react. <laughs> just i'm just like
1: yeah i just don't know if trump supporters are going to accept or trust any means out of the covid pandemic that comes from democrats and at some point you just got to be like well then he just lies and tells them trump came up with the idea well no you just at some point you got to let him die
2: oh i mean god would i
1: love to and i mean they're gonna take (laughs) they're gonna take innocent family members down with them but uh, like what do you do like i mean you throw them all in jail. Well, like, that's, we don't, that's, that's that's the thing be that's amazing look. to
0: me is that you know this has been going on for I mean you know the the better part of 2020 you know months and months and months. So many people have died, and it's like still so many people like don't care. They're just like, well, got to go out there and live my life. You know, <laughs> you know that's the.
2: That. It's not even just the death thing, too. It's just the idea that like. This virus is doing permanent damage to people that have respiratory and circulatory problems for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And
0: we're not going to know, you know, the full effects of everything until years down the line. And that's what science is, you know? And that's another thing is like, you know, because, you know, the information initially was changing a lot. And like initially they were like, no, you don't need to wear a mask. And then they're like, yeah, you should wear a mask. You know, a lot of these people who like don't, they're being like manipulated by Trump and like whoever like that, they, they think it's like you know some sort of like tactic that nobody knows what they're talking about like you know we're anti-science we're not gonna fall for this
2: it's even dumber than the people that like we're trying to like you know three years ago gotcha about like climate science where it's like oh yeah well you used to say this but now you say this scientists are don't are lying and it's like no it's science just evolves like that's the, that's the point of it is that the concept we're of always information changing
0: just just coming in constantly and and they don't i don't know but they've
2: gotten even dumber to the point you were just talking about where it's like <laughs> they they think it's a Cons- they think it's a tactic. They think it's a deception deal.
1: One of the things that I I think makes the prospect of a national lockdown and then Trump supporters taking to the streets over that lockdown really interesting is one of the kind of underreported stories out of the the COVID nineteen crisis. Back in like over the summer, at one point, I don't remember exactly what month it was, but the Department of Justice push to have COVID-19 labeled as a biological agent, (laughs) which means if you willingly go out in the streets and spread COVID, they could charge you with a form of terrorism. Yeah. And it's one of those things where Trump supporters didn't bat an eyelash over that because it was Trump and his department of justice doing it. But that's going to be in Biden's hands if there's a national lockdown at which point, if Trump supporters flood the streets, Biden could just be like, "Hey, remember that Department of Justice thing about spreading biological agents? Go arrest all of those motherfuckers."
2: Yeah, yeah. and 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 I, I think that would be great if I trusted the cops to do it. <laughs> like, and I I also hate to be that like you know turn on my anarchist leanings and be like, yeah, the state should have power to do that. But I mean, in a way, there's already precedent for it, right? Like we already. Right. I don't know if it's federal law or if it's just certain states have law that reflect this. But, you know, if you knowingly give someone an STD, you can be charged with assault. That's a crime. Like right. and this is so there's already precedent to, to treat it that way, to treat it like your criminal negligence, whether it's, you know, premeditated or, or whatever mm-hmm. or just negligence. You are harming other people by refusing to obey these mandates, which Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Throw them in prison. I don't like let everybody who's in prison for petty drug shit out, and then put these motherfuckers in.
1: Yeah. All that said, it doesn't make me feel great that the first thing we're calling for when Biden takes office is (laughs) martial law, incarceration, and martial law. (laughs) Yeah. No. I mean, it's not a good look for sure. Impose military rule on the streets. Arrest anyone who dissents. (laughs) Biden, (laughs) twenty (laughs) twenty. Oh, that's uncomfortable. I mean, but so, a lot of
2: it is. It's just like if you would just do it for the right things, so many of us wouldn't have a problem.
1: With <laughs> yeah, martial law is not always bad. The Philippines dug it like, for ten years. Yeah, like stop. You know, if
2: the cops would stop... I mean, well, this isn't going to happen because you can't reform the police system because it's inherently racist, blah, 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 for sure. Correct. But if they would just stop murdering unarmed... I mean, black people, but, like, anybody, you know? Like, yeah. disproportionately black people, for sure. But just, like, don't murder people, police. And we, like, already a lot of the problem would be gone. I mean, I'm still, you know, obviously... I'm like, nah, the fucking abolish the police and... uh And definitely, we shouldn't have martial
1: law. I mean, unless it's to fight COVID. But to some
2: degree, it's like, yeah, you got to kind of treat COVID like an invading force. You know, it's like it's the space squid from The Watchmen, or at least it should have been. Yeah. But no, it's like Alan Moore wasn't cynical enough. (laughs) Like, he he failed to account for a contingent of the population that would be like, ah, the space slug's a hoax. I mean, it was, but... (laughs) All right. This is an Ouroboros now. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't think any Trump supporters know who Alan Moore is, but that's
1: okay. Probably not. No, it's they okay. just watch
2: the show and they're like, I like I know, that Rorschach, I like that Rorschach yeah. Fella.
1: <laughs> yeah. So let's imagine, best case scenario, Trump just leaves. He holds out for a while and then he's like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done. Like Michael Cohen has said, and it's weird that we're living in a world where I kind of trust Michael Cohen,
2: dude. We're in a world where I'm like, yeah, Carl Rove makes a good point. What that guy should yeah. die in prison. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Carl <laughs> Rove is a war criminal for sure. Yeah, but Michael Cohen said if Trump goes home for Christmas to Florida, he's just not going to come back. Oh my god, I would House. love
2: that. I would like seriously, I would love that.
1: Which would be great. That would be wonderful. It'd be a huge relief. So then, what does he do? What do we think he does next? Do you think he'll run again in twenty twenty four? Oh Doc. god! No, he'll
2: die. He'll die before then. He will you die. You think so?
1: You'll think. You'll think he'll be dead. Hmm. I think he has those good like German genes. <laughs> Okay, well, let's let's put it this way. What if he doesn't die?
2: I don't know. If he doesn't die, okay, I don't know.
1: Because I think that's what a lot of the loyalty you're seeing around him now is about. Like, if he runs again in 2024, Mike Pompeo's gonna wanna be a part of that. Yeah, Kelly McEnany's gonna wanna be a part of that. Fucking Mike Pence is gonna wanna be his VP. So, of course, all of them are gonna be like, yeah, we should fucking stick it out and see what happens. Because they know... He'll be a very viable candidate in 2024. Like Joe Biden got the most votes of any candidate of all time. Trump got the second most votes of any candidate of all time. So he's still going to be a threat in 2024. And I could see him not only running, but it does seem like he's... I don't think he's gonna start his own network. But I could see him buying like One America news. Oh no, he one
2: hundred percent is gonna buy one America like Well, I sure. I don't
0: know where I I think I saw this in the New York Times somewhere where they have like some sort of, you know in insider there who they won't identify who's saying like he's desperate for money right now. Have you heard that he's like just
1: broke as fuck? Even his campaign fundraising emails
0: it's about
2: paying his campaign debt
1: yeah it's about paying his campaign debt it says it in the fine print they're like hey legal defense also we we owe a lot of people this is an attempt to collect a debt no
0: (laughs) That's what it <laughs> like. should I, say. First of all, I would put money on. I is there a way I can? You know, celebrity death pool where you can bet on if people are going to die. Oh, yeah, is yeah. there is there an opposite where you can bet if people are going to live? Because oh, I think he I think he will be alive in four years, and that's simply because narcissists like him they put the stress of their lives on everybody else Other and people, they don't yeah. they, they don't experience stress like if he did he would have had like multiple heart attacks by now
2: he's also like so deluded that i don't know if loss or failure ever really register with him in a way where i don't yeah. think he can i don't think he's capable of feeling that i don't think he's capable of feeling depression the way we are where you know where it could drive him to suffer the consequences of of stress uh yeah i think i think maybe you're right i don't think he's got that in him i don't think he feel i think he's too deluded
0: well psychologically narcissists they are depressed but they do they channel those feelings differently from somebody who's not you know totally wired wrong um yeah i i see him just like you know selling shit to these people like he's just me like you know trump whatever on everything it's it, like trump guns trump bullets yeah. I don't <laughs> trump buffets i don't know who knows you know
2: if we punish him or not which i don't that's the thing i don't think like people keep saying on twitter right they're like oh he's gonna go to jail blah 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 and it's like i don't think he is I don't think we're going to punish him. Like, if we punish him, then we need to go back and punish W and Reagan. And you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. this
0: this total blindness (laughs) about like, you know how like, oh, now George W. Bush is just, oh, he's just this nice old man who paints puppies. Yeah, we (laughs) rehab
2: him so quick. And it's just like, nah, he's a fucking war criminal. Yeah,
0: he's a war criminal. He's still really bad. Like, it's so crazy. Like, we have... I think our... Are- short-term memory in this country is really poor Mm -hmm. you know like we just like we we just choose to forget things like over and over i
2: I remember seeing oliver north on tv in like 99 and being like wait what he has a show oliver north has a show on tv what the fuck is he should be in prison right like he had
1: a show on tv recently
2: yeah wow that
1: guy became a celebrity for one of the biggest scandals of all time yeah but
2: that's the thing that's what i'm saying that's the precedent we have in this country is we don't we don't these people don't face consequences.
1: The thing about the, the short-term memory of the public, I think that's kind of what makes Trump such a threat in 2024. Yeah. Like, it's going to be all eyes on Biden. If he doesn't deliver to people, he's going to be fucked. Yeah. Like, Trump made gains with voters across all racial demographics, Yeah, which is a problem like it's well, it's g- going to be a problem for Biden who like Trump basically ran on oh I'm racist like have you looked into what this guy has done yeah. in his past and it was a decent point yeah so now Biden needs to take office and really undo that image of himself well and I, I, and if he does I think he'll win in 2024 and if he just tries to take us back to business as usual, Trump will run again and fucking curb stomp. Yeah, and what's
2: really dangerous about that is that the entire time, the Democrats will be simultaneously telling us not to worry about Trump because remember what a bad president he was it'll be laughable to think anyone would elect him again will be they'll be simultaneously doing that and at the same time telling us oh well you can't criticize biden because you know we trump is trump is running again and that's scary so we all have to kind of close ranks around our democratic party blue no matter who Hashtag, hashtag, whatever. Like, and it's going to be that again. It's going to be everybody punching left again, Mm. and and it's going to be, and it's going to continue to put us in this position where we have no recourse to actually demand things of our government that they should be fucking providing no matter what, because it's all this electoral national sports game bullshit, and I it sorry, I get really angry about this. (laughs) But it's also like when you talk about Trump's gains in certain communities, it's like, yeah, sure. But also the statistics are being fudged because of suppression. Like Because voter suppression has been rampant in this country since, I mean, honestly, 2000, really.
1: Well, that's something I brought up last week. Uh, Yes, he made these gains, but also voting was easier this time than in any other election, which... I think leads to a a fair question how much of Biden's unprecedented margin of victory had to do with COVID yeah and the fact that mail-in balloting or mail-in voting was so encouraged like I think we should just keep it this way we
2: absolutely need to be keeping it this way we absolutely 100% need to keep it this way
1: even without
0: COVID it's it makes it way more accessible and way more easy to do you know
2: well, because I mean, because it was a way around the the voter suppression that's been happening for so long of, you know, conservatives and even Democrats really in some places closing down polling locations like the, the Supreme Court. It was already going even- on in like 2004 with shit that we, I guess, didn't talk about, but that clusterfuck in Ohio and then the stolen 2000 election. But like when the Supreme Court threw out the VRA, pra- you know, practically in under Obama, uh. Like, voter suppression started becoming, like, open, standard operating procedure. And I think that COVID played a big part this year in being like, well, you know, we got to find a way around the pandemic. So, mail-in ballots became more, you know, prevalent than ever before. And, like, you know, that was a way around some of these suppression tactics.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But will we have that in 2024? I mean, who
2: knows? Oh, the mail?
1: Who knows? (laughs) It's looking dicey.
2: Watch everything go fine. Biden takes office and then immediately also just shuts down the USPS for no reason.
1: Yeah, you can you can vote. You can mail your ballot in the day before the election, but you have to use FedEx overnight because there's no more post office in 2024. It costs you twenty six dollars to submit your ballot. <sighs> Should buy some FedEx. Tom.
2: Amazon Prime delivery employees <laughs> are now expected to turn in votes as well. They're oh. ballot collectors.
1: Yeah, I I hope. They just keep mail-in balloting a thing because even the fact that the election is on a Tuesday because of some like baseball type tradition that we have to keep in place. Like, yeah, even but that's still nobody of- gets the day off.
0: Yeah, I know it needs to be a national holiday. It needs to be a national holiday. So many countries have that already, you know.
1: Well, either that or just let people vote by mail. Like, if you still want election day to be on the first Tuesday of November or yeah. whenever the fuck it is. Yeah. Right. So, so, I don't know. Like, I, I could see Trump running again in 2024. And I, I de- he's definitely going to be a media presence. He's been a media presence.
2: Oh, my God. I just want to go back to him not existing, really.
1: I was just going to say, maybe he'll get, like, trapped in his tanning bed one day and no, oh, like out. in Final Destination
0: <laughs>
2: 3? That would be
0: amazing.
1: Oh, I think that's paint. I think they're spraying paint on him. I don't think that's
0: No, he has a tanning, a tanning bed. Because you point. know how he has around his eyes, he has those, they're white. Well, you, gotta, you white. probably got
1: to put that on if people are spraying you too. No, yeah, you he has do that a tanning bed. Are, maybe, who knows.
2: I think his skin is just naturally that color.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> he's just jaundiced. Yeah, like, he's extreme.
1: <laughs> worst case of jaundice ever. I wouldn't even be surprised if instead of buying... OANN or something like that. If he just goes back to being a big presence on NBC, like mm, NBC, love very him. blatantly and openly. Supports oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From, from the second they had him host during the campaign, which I, is an egregious <laughs> violation of campaign laws in the United States, by the way, they had to give equal time to every Republican candidate in the election In that time slot because they let Trump host and they did it like over Thanksgiving weekend or something when no one was going to watch anyway, but they didn't have to let Hillary Clinton host and like I could see him just like he's going to be a big media figure. That's for sure. And even if he doesn't run in 2024, I could see one of his shithead kids oh running. Oh, my
2: God, dude. I could no, see Ivanka so, running, like,
1: which would be greasy Here's and the sweaty. fucking problem.
2: <laughs> I, this is going to be terrifying, but I can actually see Ivanka winning. Oh, yeah. Like, Eric and Don Jr., hot. no way. <laughs> Eric and Don Jr., no way. But I don't, I don't know. Ivanka scares me. That She yeah. terrifies me.
1: And she's the one that is allegedly in that family the most like Trump. Yes. Which... Yeah, she's like Trump in a far more presentable package, <laughs> which is, that's kind of the nightmare. Like, that's that's been the nightmare this whole time. Like, that's the whole thing behind, oh, well, if Trump is out of office, then Pence is president. Yeah, and like yeah, Or, that is or, scary yeah, or another
2: authoritarian that's not as self-sabotaging as Trump is. Yeah, because, like, Tom when Putin. you have fucking Meghan McCain posting, like, a meme where her dad's, you know, where it's like, you know, basically you lost Arizona because you talked shit about my dead dad. Like and oh, and li- liberals are <laughs> celebrating this. Like like I'm okay. I'm scared. I don't of what think you that's why
0: do. Arizona flipped at all. I think no no no. It's because of, it's because native and,
2: and, and Latinx and and uh, you know uh, people of color organizing voting blocks in, in yeah. Arizona and yeah. because also like I mean a lot of the boomers that are moving there now. Yeah. Are not all conservative Republicans like? Yeah, Arizona
0: no, it's is a lot of people moving from yeah. from like
1: California and
0: Oregon mm-hmm. and places like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I, th- I think it is going to boil down to groups of people in this country who this country has made it intentionally difficult for them to vote. It was easier for them to vote. Yep, and like that's, I think that's going to be like obviously in a state like Georgia, Michigan, places like that. It's going to be the black vote and yeah. people of color that oh, yeah. ended up yeah. delivering that to Biden. But the bigger picture there is the country wasn't able to suppress their vote as effectively this time yeah. around. Yeah, and that's why. And,
0: well, a huge reason for that is economic because, like you know, the middle class for years has been shrinking, and the traditionally like people who are you know lower income vote Democratic, and and yeah. Republicans know that, and they don't like that. You know, so that's a problem.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the thing is when more people vote, progressive causes win. So the conservatives and the you know right wingers know they have to suppress the the working class vote.
1: Yeah. So hopefully in twenty twenty four we have COVID again or something that allows us to just all vote <laughs> I by mail.
2: Oh my god, Adam, take that like, back. Well, I I miss stand up too much. If <laughs> it weren't for all the deaths, like.
1: <laughs> Again, if it weren't for all the deaths, like I wish COVID was just like a disease that makes you want to stay inside.
2: It's also and like, it's also deaths disproportionately in in communities of color like Andy,
1: in- I understand the ramifications. <laughs> I was making a joke. Do you not miss stand-up?
2: I do, actually. I hate that I do. (laughs) I fucking hate that I miss stand-up.
1: Damn. Yeah, I think for me, this
0: was the cure. I'm out.
2: (laughs) Here's the thing. I thought I was cured. Here's the thing. Before COVID, I thought I was cured. I was like, oh, I haven't done stand-up in a while. Nobody really... I mean, I kind of miss doing it, but like, I hate everything else about it enough that like I'm fine not doing it. But then the pandemic happened, and it's like, I think I just... I don't know what happened. I don't know why. I don't know why I miss it so much now. But I do, I mean, I don't mm. miss it enough to actually like try to do a Zoom show or something.
1: Oh my uh, God! I was, just That's ask if, I was, I was just going <laughs> to ask if either of you wanted to do. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Look, I, I'm, I'm not. I'll do the show.
2: I'll do the show. You're going to ask me to do the show. I absolutely will do the show.
1: Yeah, I, I do need to book it if you both want to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I'll do it. I think I'll I'm d- going to do I'll it. I'll do anything. Yeah, I haven't For done any of the uncops. I haven't done any of the unpop Zoom shows yet, and we've had three. But I think I'm going to do the next one. Let's all do it. Let's all
0: do it. Sure. Why not? Heather, are you
1: in? Yeah, I'm a character comic now. Just fair warning, but oh, no problem. Like someone did a PowerPoint in here. (laughs) <laughs> someone did a powerpoint on one of the shows you can do yeah no, i know i i like getting
0: creative on the zoom because you know traditional stand-up is like to me it's like
1: you have to be on a stage in a dark yeah. room yeah. you know low ceiling yeah. all that <laughs> yeah so we should probably wrap this up, and my, my plug before we get out of here will be uh, check out Andy and Heather and me. I'm publicly committing as if I can't just edit that part out, Like, but whatever. I'll call uh, you
2: on it. I got receipts now.
1: December 11th, the next Unpops Zoom comedy show, unless there's a vaccine and we're all back out into the world by then, but probably not, so... <laughs> December eleventh, six p.m. Pacific time, the next Unpop Zoom comedy show. Tickets will be available at unpopscomedy.eventbrite.com. And uh that's all I got. Either you got anything to plug? Heather? <laughs> I'll
0: just I'll just plug my handles. You know, I am highly active on Twitter. Um, you know, find me on there at Fixter Heather. Also same handle on Instagram. Um I am traditionally attractive in the face uh so i can get on there (laughs) and then also i'm on tiktok now which is what the kids do i'm 33 years old and i'm on tiktok uh at unruly Meruli.
1: nice andy what's your tiktok i
2: can't do they'll kick me off if i do tiktok i'm 40 they won't (laughs) let me on there it won't happen yeah same like
1: i'm in that age difference like like mandy
2: patankin can do tiktok because he's old and you know what i mean it's like it's it's old enough that it's ironic like i and then, of course, I think up to th- – I think 35 might be the cutoff for TikTok um, relevance. Yeah, like, and
1: what am I – I'm going to, like, work out a dance routine to tell these fucking tweens that Bush did nine yeah, like, eleven. What know. do I even That's have the to thing. say on that? These yeah. Zoomers
2: are all smarter than me anyway. Like, So I can't use yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah. for, like, agitprop purposes because they're – you know, they are they got more praxis than I do.
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty smart. I'll take these fucking kids. Uh, <laughs>
2: Don't you uh, got i got it. nothing to plug man uh at all uh i mean the, the the podcast i i am i know i say this every time i am working on new episodes i promise <laughs> no, i you're I, not I, I very much am i just what happens is you... i go through these periods where it's like everything's pointless i can't do my podcast because who gives a shit um i really lots want, of people give a shit i, I know apparently so uh i will have i will I will make this promise now there will be uh, at least one possibly three new episodes of Google School before the end of the year. Um, wow uh, I'm not going through the entire pandemic without releasing new content so uh, that will happen uh, other than that, I really got nothing to say uh, You can follow me at andy underscore sell on twitter um i'm on instagram i think it's the same handle but yeah ghoul school a horror history podcast uh check it out
1: all right uh let's get the fuck out of here heather say goodbye bye-bye andy say goodbye bye goodbye everybody we love you
2: It's the principle Street, i <laughs>